I'm Victoria. And I'm Joe. And we're Catholic wedding professionals who love working with brides on this journey toward marriage. As married women ourselves, we totally remember all that goes into preparing for the wedding day. All the stresses and obstacles, and we are here to help you through it all. So that you can prepare for the wedding day and marriage with ease. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Catholic, Catholic Wedding, wedding Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Catholic Wedding Podcast. I am joined, as always, by my best internet friend, Victoria. Hello, hello. And today, we've talked about long-distance engagement, we've talked about long-distance relationships, and today, we're going to be talking about long-distance marriages with our other internet friends, Ryan and Joy. Hello. Thanks, guys, so much for being on the podcast with us. Um, can you guys introduce our, introduce yourselves for our guests? My name is Ryan. Uh, I originally live in Switzerland. And my name is Joy. I'm from Nigeria. And now she yeah, lives in Switzerland. So. Yeah. That is so cool. Can you um, share like a little bit more like how you guys met and that kind of stuff and what you guys do? We met on a dating site, actually. We met on the internet on a dating site. So I sent the first message and he replied. We started talking about a lot of things, about our interests, our views on life, and we got along really well, so just took off from there. Well, kind of. Um, at first, I ignored you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I did send a message, but he did not reply yeah. on time, but yeah. after a while, he did reply and we started talking, yeah. so just took off from there. Nice. It's a good thing. That's um, best thing I've ever done. So yeah, wow. I'm very very wow. happy was, I did. Was there a reason why you didn't reply at first, or was it like you just were thinking about it a little bit more, and then you changed your mind? Or yes, uh, I did. Well, I do think about things a lot uh, before I before I do things. I read her profile. And we do have um, a little bit of an age gap and it just um, didn't really, I just kind of glanced over the, you know, her profile. Uh And and then I went back to her profile and read very carefully everything down and every, everything, every box was checked. Wow. That's awesome. And, And then I thought, okay, well, let me ask her because I was getting really excited when I was reading her profile, which I didn't really read the first time. I just did a superficial blast through the profile and, uh-huh. eh. <laughs> well, not really bad, but you know, just, <laughs> <laughs> just, um, skipped on. And, and then, uh, I went back to it, read the profile again. And then, and then, um, one of the, uh, things in her profile caught my eye. And, and then I read more and more, and the more I read, the more excited I got. And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to message her right back. That's awesome. So when, when was that? Like how long ago have you, did you guys get on the dating website and start talking? 1958. (laughs) (laughs) 2021. Okay. Yes. A couple years ago. Wow. Nice. That's exciting. And then you guys are recently married, right? So can you share a little bit more about that? Yes. 
We've been married. Actually, we've had our third <laughs> wedding, um, our actual Catholic wedding we had yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's today. The day before yesterday. What is today? Today is Monday. We've been married three times, actually. Yeah. The first wedding was in Hawaii. That was our legal wedding. Then I'm from Africa. In Africa, there are traditional rights that are supposed to be fulfilled before a man can marry a woman. We call that the traditional wedding. We did okay. that in October 28. And then we finally had our church wedding three days, two days two ago. Two days on yes, the seventh. Two days ago. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Thank That's you. so exciting. That's so, exciting. <laughs> so it, this must have been like a whirlwind going through like three rounds of this. What was that like just... Because I'm sure they were all very, very different. What was that like? The well, is bureaucracy, the civil um, paperwork that we had to do. Uh, we just had to fill out the papers and do what they required to us, and then we had to go and uh, sign the papers. And do, um, I don't, yeah. yeah, that was basically it. And then, although he did make this joke that he never imagined he would marry the same woman three times, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah you guys have a unique story there. <laughs> wow! And then, what about the second one? Was that was that held in Africa, or where did you guys do that? Yes, yes. it was in Africa. Okay. It was at my home in Nigeria, so that was we had two of the weddings in Nigeria. The first okay. one, the, the legal wedding for the papers and change of name, was in Nigeria. The traditional wedding was also in Nigeria. Then the one we had two days ago was here in Switzerland. So. Gotcha. Wow. And when were the other ones? Were they recently as well? or? Um, last year, the first one was in July. In July. That's okay. about six months ago or so. Almost six months ago. Wow. Then the, the second was... In October. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So it's like a few months spaced in between. That must have been interesting because like you're like legally married, but like not in the church. So that's got to be like interesting for you guys. And like the, the time that you guys had to spend like probably apart during that time. Because were, were you still in Nigeria then, Joy? Or yeah. Okay. Yes, I was gotcha. in Nigeria. Okay. So you just came to Switzerland. Yeah, I only, like, I only came last month. That was in December 17th. I got here. Okay, gotcha. Less than a month ago. So, wow, that's super unique. Wow, that's really cool, though. I mean, you guys definitely have a cool wedding story <laughs> to share. <laughs> Did you wear the same dress for all three? Well, only for my traditional wedding, we wore the same dress, the same um attire. No, no, she's asking if you wore the same dress. You wore oh, three oh, different no, dresses. No, yeah. no, I wore I wore three different mm-hmm. dresses. I also wore three different suits. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All the pictures look different. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ryan. We we care about the girl's dress. Okay, like you know, that's, that's I look beautiful, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think that is so that is so neat though that you guys were able to have like incorporate the like traditions for for both of you you know in the course of like all three that you had like I I know like you said it was like a lot of bureaucracy a little bit like with the paperwork but like I think it's really awesome that you were able to have the very traditional like pieces of it too I think that's really really cool I've shot a Nigerian wedding before and it was 
<laughs> no, it was certainly um, definitely unique, and nothing I imagined would be my wedding that I was thought when you know you grow up and you have a wedding, you have one wedding, you have the paperwork, and you're done. I never thought in my life I would marry the same woman three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, honestly, the the traditional wedding, the African, um, what happens in in Africa with the weddings is usually we kind of did things backwards and very far apart. Because usually the, I mean, she would be better to describe this, but usually you have the weddings within a day or two. Yes. Uh... Maybe you have the traditional wedding today, but then you have the church wedding the next day. But because of the paperwork, I couldn't get my papers on time. And so we had to have the traditional wedding first, then space the church wedding far from the traditional wedding. So So between October, which was the traditional wedding, and then a few days ago, which we're recording this in the beginning of January, um, what what was it like for you guys in between the two weddings? Was it like this like kind of in-between space or like, can you just describe what that was like? Um, well, the, it was difficult, honestly. Um, I really wanted to get her cause we ha- we actually had to shove our wedding, our church wedding three times. Mm-hmm. And because we had to plan it around getting a passport and visa and uh, so that was really not easy and it was not fun and then having to wait to get her over here and um so there was it was a big lull but also a lot of work uh with trying to get all the organization of it done so yeah i can imagine that being super difficult like that's a decent amount of time because you said the first one was in july right so like you said that's Mm -hmm. about six months of time that you guys had to be apart were you i mean i guess you guys saw each other in october were you um like traveling ryan to like go see her pretty often and like back and forth or was there like a lot of time that you guys couldn't be together i've yes i've been several times to to see her three times and and, um so we did have a lot of time apart uh, where um we could only talk on the phone and, and video chat and you know whatsapp and mm-hmm. uh, so it, it has it was definitely not easy <laughs> but yeah. manageable so right the good thing about long distance nowadays is the fact that you have technology but it can also be like it's still hard no matter what there's nothing like being together in person like for sure for sure at least you don't have to worry about like letters and like a month to get the letter or something like that but, <laughs> <laughs> but it still doesn't make it super easy <laughs> yeah what um, would you say like what like what would be the most difficult what were the most difficult parts of long distance for you guys was it the fact that you couldn't see each other in person a whole lot or well, i'm sure that is one of them but that and uh the signal there the was, internet connection yeah. was our biggest problem. Yeah. Uh, there were days where, where I just felt like smashing my phone against the wall. Like <laughs> it was really, really difficult. I had to move around a lot during our, when we were apart. So I get to some places. Um, the connection is okay. I get to certain other places and I can't even make a call. I know sometimes on WhatsApp it's easier to make 
a WhatsApp call, because even if the connection is not so strong, at least you can hear the other person than mm -hmm. choosing to make a video call where it requires strong connection. But I was in some certain places that even with trying to, okay, let's settle for a voice call if we can't see each other on video call, it was still so bad. And I think that was our biggest biggest um, problem we had while we were apart. There were days we could not really talk so much because of the connection and mm -hmm. it was really annoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is frustrating. Cause like you want to talk to like your person so badly and like, yeah, that I can, I can imagine that that would be super, super frustrating. Yeah. What, what would you say were some of the most helpful things, um, during like the long distance dating and maybe even some of like the long distance marriage parts of it? The most helpful things was ironically enough, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> The best thing and the worst thing. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, were there like certain things that you guys did during long distance that were like, um, I don't know, that you would like recommend to like a couple, like maybe they are like in a long distance like engagement or maybe they're going to be experiencing a long distance marriage where like someone's going to get deployed or their job is going to keep them like further apart like what kind of recommendations and advice would you give to that couple? Well, I planned dates. Yeah. Okay. What had, kind of dates did you dates. do? Yeah. Well, um, there was one time, well, okay. So I would make a meal and then she made a meal and then we would uh -huh. have a video call over our meal and then we would have our meal. Mm -hmm. um, we would, uh, we actually read the Bible and then prayed the rosary um, every week. And we would have movie dates I and mean, we dated like normal, mm -hmm. but you know, it was just over a video. Mm -hmm. And there, of course, the time when, when she had a really bad signal and we couldn't really talk then, of course that was not possible. And that was really frustrating, Man. but, but to just plan your date, do your date, do your normal thing that you would do when you're, you know, together, but do it over a video call. Then also, I think I'd like to add that Communication is really important. Um, in a physical relationship, there are a lot of things your partners can tell from your mood, maybe just tell some different things. But over long distance, the only thing you have is communication. So talk about how you feel. Just even if you feel that um, whatever it is, it is your feeling is silly, just talk about it. Sometimes just talking about things have a way of making you feel light and take whatever burden off. And your partner also can also reassure you and tell you this is not what it is. You know, sometimes women, we make things up in our head and worry so much about things that are not supposed to really. But when you now discuss it with whoever it is you're with, they can reassure you and just talk about it and feel better. That's... Mm -hmm. And also pray to just um, a lot of things that. I keep saying that a lot of the success we've recorded in our relationship is because we decided to keep God at the center of it. Mm -hmm. So pray about everything and make time to pray together too. So it's really, it really does help. And I think like all of those things that you mentioned are like really great to set up for success. Like when you are together, right? Like, because like having that strong foundation of God at the center of the relationship is going to be huge. Like, for the rest of your marriage and then um of course dating like that is something that's super important to like that sometimes gets kind of thrown to the wayside when you're um when you're in like 
marriage and stuff like that because things get busy but that is like something that like should always remain vital and then um I forget what you said oh communication yeah (laughs) communication is huge and I think that is like definitely one of the pros of like um long distance like I can definitely say for for me like with my husband we were long distance until a couple months before we got married and like that is definitely something that has been like a huge thing for us because like you said you really can only like talk to each other I mean sometimes you can like obviously tell each other's moods via like video chat and stuff like that but it's still not the same and like if all you want is a hug from that person like you can't you know like you don't have that um and that's like really really hard but it kind of forces you to like you know, express love in different ways and stuff like that. So I think that's, I think that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, Joy, I think you really hit it on the head when you were talking about like talking about your emotions. I think for, uh, I don't know, millennials, Gen Zers, whomever, cool. like I think the tendency is to think, to assume that somebody else can read your mind or like they should know what I want yeah. or they should know how I'm feeling. But especially if you're long distance and they can't see your like physical body where you might be like expressive with your faces or like even in your body language, like communicating, this is how I feel because the other person can't read your mind, you know, I think is, is huge. And also, like you said, like the anxiety building up where we make stuff up in our own heads is, yeah, I think that's a very real thing that a lot of people like deal with, you know? So I think most people deal with that at one point. Yeah. (laughs) At least women do, I feel like, but (laughs) um, from what I've talked to, but (laughs) Um, okay. So you mentioned that you guys prayed together, that you guys prayed the rosary. Um, Are there any like saints or novenas or anything like that, that you would recommend that are helpful to ask for during um, long distance? We, um, we basically... We, we thought about this question. We didn't really have any saints that we really um, specifically. Uh, we basically just prayed the, the rosary and, and mm-hmm. read the Bible. And, and Although at the end of the rosary, there are certain saints we asked to pray for that, us. That like is true. Yeah. St. Benedict, St. Maria de Montfort, and St. Joseph. St. Yeah. Joseph, yeah. St. Mm-hmm. Joseph. So. But it's not like Joe, we have Joe loves Saint Joseph. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> That's awesome. And I think there's probably like pretty much any saint that like is good for like waiting seasons. Like I know like Saint Monica is a really good one whenever you're like in a like long waiting season. Um, so like if you're in long distance, she might be a good one. She's like the first one that comes to mind. Um, but she's she would be a really good one to like for a novena or something like that, just in general. I mean, she's a great saint, but I know she'd be a good one. I, I can't think of any other top, off, off the top of my head, but that's awesome that you guys made it like part of your focus. And I think what you guys did with like, you know, obviously like praying it as often as you guys could together is like a huge thing and like making it a priority. Um, Cause like I said b- before, is like, that's just going to set your marriage up for success and just like the future of your family and stuff like that. So that's awesome. I think that the prayer piece is also really beautiful just because prayer is so universal because our Catholic faith is universal. And so I, I think that there's something very like deeply beautiful about the fact that you pray together. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think I interrupted Joy when I started that, so I was going to let her go. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I was just going to say, I think that um, we talked about this in a different episode, but one of the other things, like one of the other tips I would give is, especially like for your guys' instance where like connection might be bad or something, so you might not like 100% always be able to pray together. Um one thing that I heard that was like really cool is like pick a time of day and like say a prayer for that person. Like you both pick like, let's just say like 3 p.m. or something. And then that time of day, you both say a few Hail Marys or whatever you guys decide. And um, like you make that commitment, even if you guys can't like actually do it in person because of schedules or because of like technology and stuff like that. So just wanted to find I think that we actually did that. We did that differently though. What we did was... <laughs> Every Wednesday was when we were supposed to pray the rosary together. Then on Thursdays, we have Bible study. But if on a certain Wednesday, the connection is not so good and we cannot connect to each other, we just pray offline. Like, just gotcha. go on mm-hmm. with the prayer, even though we cannot do it together over the phone. So It's simply, uh, we did that because um, we, we talk every day and, and we were able to do the um, community. Um, video every day but then sometimes it was so so um bad the signal that we just said okay we would start with the the prayer and and then we realized that it's just not possible so we just canceled the call and then continued to pray and because we were able to do we didn't have really time like blocks of time where we weren't able to call or video um that it was actually a little bit easier in that regard so we didn't actually have to say okay we're going to choose this this time of day and and commit to it that way. Although for people who cannot have this option, like we did, um, that is of course the way to go. But since we were able to, we always started the prayer and then of course, very quickly we were were not able to continue. We would just hang up and continue the prayer. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. I think that's like really, really special and really beautiful to like, instead of just getting like, I mean, I'm sure it was frustrating you know, in general and everything, but instead of getting like super like frustrated and throwing your phone at the wall <laughs> um, and just giving up, like you actually like, continue to pray. So that's good. Cause that's good for patience. <laughs> I also wanted to ask, and this was not on our list of like pre typed out questions, but what has it been like the transition from long distance dating, long distance engagement, kind of long distance marriage to now you're both in Switzerland now you're married and the church as well. And, you know, now you have this life together. What was, what was the transition like from being apart to now you're together? Well, I keep saying, huh, just so that way she doesn't get used to the good, you know, the good signal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, before I got here last year, somebody actually asked me like, after we got married, especially after the traditional wedding, that's our second wedding, somebody asked me, how is, how is it like being married now? And I told the person, like, ask me this same question in the next six months because I'm still apart from my husband. So there's really, it's still, of course, we're married to a certain extent, not fully, but then it felt like we're still, when we're still like dating or when we're still engaged because I'm not living with him or not together yet. So it's still, but now it's actually good slowly. There are a lot of things you get to discover more about your partner. Of course, talking over the phone is not the same thing as 
physically being with the person, especially since our first meeting was online. It's not like we were friends before and maybe one person went away and we started dating online. Our first ever meeting was online and then we started dating. So there are a lot of adjustments that we're making and talking over the phone, like I said, is not the same thing as living physically with the person. So, But it's actually so good and we're learning a lot about each other every day and making adjustments where we need to make and just try to sacrifice for the other person or learn to grow. Yes, grow together. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you. So that's it. It's, but it's really interesting. Yeah. It's a life that I'm loving. So That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's been, great. Has it been like a big cultural shift for you as well, Joy, moving to Switzerland? Well, I think the main problem I have is the language. The English is like the only, aside my native tongue, that's the only other language I speak. And yeah, they speak German, they speak Romanish. And sometimes it's difficult. I really cannot go out unless my husband is around. So. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be a challenge. What was it like for you, Ryan, when you like went to visit Joy when you guys were still dating or during the traditional, when you guys had the traditional marriage or the traditional wedding? Well, for me, it wasn't so much of a shock because I've been many, many places in the world. So, um, I wasn't, I wasn't so me, I was more excited than, than, uh, surprised by anything. And, the the traditional wedding that was fun and so it's kind of funny when when we had the traditional wedding i wasn't told what to do until we were at the traditional wedding (laughs) (laughs) i made many mistakes but it was fun so (laughs) i tried my best and uh i think some people were certainly laughing at me (laughs) 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 no but um there, there were certain of course, Nigeria, I, I'd never been to Nigeria until I was with her. And so, of course, there were different things about being in Nigeria than the, the other places that I've been. And um, so there's obviously new things that that uh, I never really knew or really foods, especially, um, you know, that I'd never eaten before, which I love trying different foods from everywhere. And but just the general, the people are amazing. Um in in nigeria and it was a great fun and great time and i and i'd be very happy of course we're going to be going back so uh it's not like i'm just taking her and going (laughs) (laughs) our family might not appreciate that (laughs) that's awesome how long of a flight is that for you guys sorry how long of a flight would that be i think well, if there's no direct flight, it's um, like, I think you can get direct flights, but those are extremely expensive. But an indirect flight, it gets up to maybe 10, 12 hours, 13 hours yeah, for travel time. Right. Yeah, because there's always a stopover. And so that, of course, lengthens the travel yeah, time. Yeah. But yeah, you know, somewhere around there. So it's not so bad. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Um, all right. Well, one question I want to ask you guys, um, and we ask this to all of our guests, but what is one piece of advice that you would give to a newly engaged couple? 
Well, I think that would be to not get overwhelmed with the planning. You know, immediately after engagement, even for mine too, the next questions my friends were asking, when are we having the wedding? Mm-hmm. When is when when are we coming? In Nigeria, there's something they call Ashwabi. It's like a uniform that friends of the bride, like they choose the same material or the same color of cloth and they like make it into a dress or whatever it is they want to wear so that when they come in during the wedding, you know that, okay, these are the friends of the bride. So people were already asking me, when are we having that? What's the color, this and that? So sometimes like the planning for the wedding can be really overwhelming, but it's not the most Mm -hmm. important thing. The wedding, of course, is important because it only happens one day in your life, but it is not actually the most important. The marriage is what you're preparing for. Try not to let those things overwhelm you. Do what you can. Even when it gets frustrating, take some time off. Just relax and just enjoy yourself. Enjoy your day also. But just... So you say very true. And I can say definitively that planning a wedding is not easy. <laughs> and all I can say is when... because So she and, and um, everybody in Nigeria planned, of course, the traditional wedding and the civil wedding. And then over here in Switzerland, I planned this, the church wedding. And we had to change the church wedding three times and people cancel and, and uh, you know, the plans change and it is difficult. The only thing you can say, and I didn't really like, I was looking forward to our wedding, but in the end, it turned out significantly better than what I could possibly imagine because we prayed every day that God would guide us in our efforts for our wedding and to help us with to find the right people that uh, would help us along in the wedding and, and in the planning and in the execution of our wedding. And it came out beyond what I could have imagined. It was a very small wedding, but it was perfect. And I could have never done anything like that without um, help. <laughs> without the help from God, without the guidance, without the um, meeting the right people at the right time. And it just worked out incredibly. And I'm very, very happy the way it went. So that's beautiful. And I think that's like, I hear that a lot from different people that, you know, it's nothing like what they expected their wedding to be, but it's like even more beautiful. And it's like, especially like when you go through different trials, like you guys did, like of the wedding getting changed three different times and like, a lot of distance in between like you originally wanted probably wanted it to be like back to back to back and that didn't happen (laughs) but it's like it makes you appreciate it so much deeper and so much like fuller when you actually can be together and like yeah you're just like so thankful when you actually are together which is i think so beautiful so that's awesome Mm -hmm. very cool those are very very good tips because i think it's important to remember what's what's really important in all of, in all of the planning and in all of the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. It's easy, very easy to compare. So yeah. um, throughout the process, especially on like social media and stuff like that, where like you're constantly like bombarded with a lot of different things. So um, yeah, no, I think that's awesome. I was just saying it's um, about the keeping your, at least for us, the most important thing about our marriage is the sacrament of marriage. Mm-hmm. That was our focus, yep, the, yep. the small little things, which napkins we have. I didn't even know if we had napkins, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's the, the focus, the sacrament is that, that what we focused on and that's the important thing. And it all turned out significantly better. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. 
Thank you guys so much for spending, uh, for us, it's the morning. I don't know what, what time is it for you guys? 2.30. Okay. So thank you so much for spending your afternoon (laughs) (laughs) with us. Um, we loved hearing your story. We loved hearing, um, just you share your tips, your advice, your experience. So thank you so much for being open about sharing so much of, of your relationship. Um, and we hope that Somehow, some way, uh, couples that listen will will really take what you said to heart and, and it will help them in their planning and their marriage preparation as well. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? We have an Instagram and it's living with God in black and white. And we will have be having a YouTube. It hasn't gone off yet because we wanted to get everything started, but we will have a, um, a YouTube so living with God in black and white. That's awesome. What is your YouTube channel going to be about? Just kind of like, is it going to be about the long distance or is it going to be like something more specific or just in general, like kind of vlogging? Well, it's going to be about, the, the name of it says it all, living with God um, in black and white. It's about- Life inter- as an interracial family, yeah. like our Christian belief and our different traditional, mm-hmm. just a whole lot of things, not really one specific thing, but it's just mainly about living together as a black and white couple and our relationship with God, uh, Christian marriage and just and a kind whole of, lot of Yeah, Christi- Christianity, Catholicism, yes. um, kind of keeping the focus on the right thing to do and, you know, that kind of thing. We have many ideas, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, definitely let us know when you guys have your YouTube channel and we'll include that in the show notes and everything. And then we can, we'll also drop your Instagram handle in the show notes as well. Thank you guys so much for coming on here um, and coming from Switzerland (laughs) to chat with us. (laughs) That's so cool. I hope to come out there one day. So we'll definitely have to connect if I do. (laughs) That would be so much fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Definitely want to come out there. Um, All right. Well, thank you again so much for chatting with us, for all of our listeners. Um, If you would like to connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Catholic Wedding Podcast. You can also email us at CatholicWeddingPodcast at gmail.com, or you can join us on Facebook at The Catholic Bride, and we'd love to have you on there. Hope you have a great day. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye.